Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, we are on an epic journey, and we want to live our lives unleashed because God offers us a passionate life. This is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. And so here at the Living Unleashed podcast, we uh, focus on intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience this Living Unleashed life that God offers. And we're doing that here in season two of the Living Unleashed podcast by journeying with Luke as we work our way through Luke and Acts. This week, we are uh, wrapping up the book of Luke, so we're right smack dab in the middle of Jerusalem, in the middle of the uh, the passion narrative, and heading towards the cross. And uh, today's reading takes us right into that moment. And so I'm going to invite you to join us as we're looking at Luke chapter 22. As I look at Luke chapter 22, I just regret that I have it set up to only have one podcast uh, for all this. There's so much material uh, in Luke 22. We are right into the middle of the Passion narrative. We have the Last Supper, uh, Judas preparing to betray Jesus, um, some um, Jesus telling Peter that he's going to betray him, um, some really challenging stuff, and then we end up in the garden and Jesus praying there and finally being arrested, and Peter ends up disowning Jesus. So, I mean, it just really, uh, um, it's, it's just a real challenging, challenging passage as um, we... Uh, uh, take a look at this. And so as I was looking through this passage, I was like, how do we tie this all together? Uh, how, how do we really wrap this up? And, and, and here's what I, I began to think, you know, uh, there's that moment when you're reading a really good story or you're watching a movie when things start to climax and, and, and it seems like the, uh, uh, the guy you've been rooting for the whole time is going to end up losing. I mean, there's a major conflict, evil or the bad guy or whatever, however it's defined in the story you're watching, uh, begins to rise and seems to be overtaking everything. And that's really what we have here in Luke chapter 22. We, we start off by seeing that one of Jesus' own uh, agrees to betray him. And that starts raising the the anxiety level of the story. Um, And then when we get to the Last Supper, Jesus is predicting his own death. And then he looks at one of the inner circle, Peter here, who has been a part, who has been close to to Jesus this whole time, one of the inner three. And he looks at him and says, says, you know, uh, Satan, the enemy has asked to sift you, and it's going to get tough. All right, and you're going to betray me. You're going to disown me. Oh, man. But hang in there. You're going to make it through, and then you're going to encourage the brothers. And, and, and so we, wow, it's just like, that's just crazy. You know, and of course, Peter doesn't even believe it. Peter, I die for, uh, Peter says, Jesus, I die for you. I go with you. I stick with you to the end. And so now they end up at the garden. And here at the, the, the garden, Jesus tells them to pray that they won't, fall into temptation. 
And then everything seems to come unraveled. The guards arrive. Judas betrays Jesus. He's arrested. Peter disowns Jesus. And and um, Jesus is mocked by the guards. And then he's finally brought before uh, before the the uh, the leaders, and they say we don't need any more testimony. You're saying you're the son of God. I mean, it just all seems to unravel, and we end up um, we end up at the end of chapter 22 with a big old to be continued. And so, what does all this mean for us? What do we see within this, and how do we take this um, and and use it in our everyday life? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, what we notice here is that even though there is a series of events happening here that are seem, in, by our view, to be spinning out of control, they're not. Jesus is perfectly aware of all this that's taking place. And he even tells Peter, he says, I've prayed for you that you would not lose your faith. Now, isn't that awesome? Because see, we are we know through Scripture that it says that Jesus is at the right hand of God interceding for us, okay? And so that's the first thing. When we hit challenging times, when we hit difficult times, Jesus is interceding for us. He is there. He is, you know, God with us. It, it's never out of his control. The enemy had to ask, you see. The enemy had to ask to sift, um, um, to sift the disciples, and and here in the midst of this difficult time, that that it wasn't something that was out of 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 God being able to take care of it. It was never more than He could handle. Okay, and and so Jesus is right there when it comes down to there in the garden. Jesus tells them to pray for themselves, not only as the Son of God on our side, but He invites them to pray that that's how they can overcome temptation. That there's this encouragement that even though Peter is going to falter, and I don't know about you, but I've faltered in difficult times in my life. That even though Peter's going to falter, Jesus says, "But you're going to come back. You know, you're going to be the one who lifts the bro- the brothers up." encourages them. And so even in the midst of this chapter that seems to be tail spinning out of control, we see within it, we see within it um, this sense that it's not out of control. Even as Jesus prays in the garden, he says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. So even what is about to happen is not outside of God's control. And that's really important. That's really important for us to see and understand that nothing that is happening to you, nothing that is transpiring in your life is bigger than what God is. God is right there. God is walking with you through it. He has not abandoned you. He has not, he has not um, turned his back on you. He is right there just as he has promised. And even though because we live in a fallen world, and because the enemy um, still has some, has some power to work here, his power is never above what God's power is. It's never beyond that. He cannot work outside of any parameters um, uh, that overcomes God. And that is just really powerful for us to see and understand, because God is going to take this. And what we're going to see by the time we get to Acts is we're going to see a risen Lord we're going to see one who has conquered death and the grave, and we're going to find in the disciples that instead of huddled, uh, scared, and betraying Jesus, 
who are going to be boldly proclaiming the good news of the gospel of Jesus, uh, the good news about Jesus to the Roman world uh, of their day. And, and it is just awesome and powerful as they go out to do that. And so, yes, they're going through a trying time, but God is going to be there with them. They're going through a trying time, but Jesus has to go to the cross. And, and so, but but God's not going to let that get out of control. So even though we see this thing starting to unravel, even though we're afraid the story's going to have a really bad ending, even though it seems like the hero of the story is about to be defeated and all of the good guys are about to be scattered, what we're going to find is that God is victorious. Now, we're not there yet, I know. We've still got a couple of chapters to go, but that's what we're about to find, right? And we want to know that. We want to know that Jesus is right there. So whatever you're going through right now, it's not bigger than God. Whatever you're going through right now, the Son of God is interceding for you. Whatever you're going through right now, He invites you to pray and lift it to Him. Whatever is happening in your life, it's not outside of what God can handle. Trust Him. That's what we're invited to do. And so I invite you to do that right now. Whatever you're going through, maybe you feel like you're stuck in the garden right now yourself. But what I want you to know is God is there. He is present. He is all-powerful. And there's nothing you're facing that he can't handle and that he'll be right there with you the entire way through it. And he's going to bring it out with resurrection power. And uh, we're going to see that, that victory and resurrection here in the next couple of days as we march through these last, uh, as we walk through these last couple of chapters of Luke. So I hope that you're really getting down into this. I mean, we're hitting that, that, that climax, the culmination of Luke's gospel. And, but then that's going to propel us into volume two of, of the book of Acts and to see the power that there was in the early church because they had resurrection power. And so, yeah, they may go through a dark valley right now, but when they come out, they're stronger and more powerful than ever. And great and awesome things happen. So we're going to see that. I hope you have an awesome day. Keep on reading. We just got two chapters left in Luke. Um, and so share this with a friend as we continue to journey together. And as you have an awesome day, I pray that you will keep on living unleashed.